Hi, I'm Ann Prisco, president of Holy Family University, and you're listening to Asked and Answered. Holy Family University School of Nursing and Health Sciences is committed to transforming the lives of students through an innovative and cutting edge nursing education. We train nursing professionals to be critical thinkers, collaborators, and professionals focused on patient-centered care. But being a nurse is also a calling, especially at Holy Family. Joining me in this episode is Maggie Harkins, our Dean of Holy Family's School of Nursing and Health Sciences. Welcome, Maggie. I'm so happy to welcome you as we approach the 50th anniversary of our nursing school. Before we get into everything we're doing here at Holy Family, I think it's important we start with your personal journey to become a nurse practitioner and dean of the nursing school. And you know how much I appreciate and admire all of you as nurses because I know I don't have what it takes to be one. Please explain (laughs) to us how you figured that out. Well, thank you, Dr. Prisco. And, And you know, you are right. Nursing's not for everyone. And it's my pleasure to join you today to discuss a career that I have thoroughly enjoyed throughout the past 32 years and still going, I hope, for many more years to come. So my journey began back in the 80s, and I had a child who was born with some serious neurological problems. So it left him being completely dependent upon his parents for all activities of daily living, all feeding, ambulation, self-care. So at that time, I was a little puzzled when I was in and out of the hospitals with my son. And sure enough, not long after my son was born, my husband developed a virus that went right to his heart. So now I got to stay further in hospitals and sleep on recliner chairs and all. And I thought, you know, I kind of admired the nurses and I thought, I, I want to be a nurse. And, and not only do I want to be a nurse because I love the way they work with people, but I also needed to gain some knowledge on what it was they were talking to me about and how I could understand what the medical terminology was in order to provide the best care for my family, for my husband and my son. So needless to say, in and out of the hospitals with both of them, I realized that I need to go back to school. And at that time, I was a secretary. I had no college education. So I was a secretary and I decided to do something about it. So I explored becoming a registered nurse. It took me seven years to get an associate's degree at a community college, one course at a time. And I graduated as an RN and worked full-time night shift. And I would come home from work. My husband would go to work in the morning and I would care for my son during the day. Not long after that, a year later, I was blessed with my rock, my daughter, who's also a nurse practitioner and a critical care nurse. So she was born in 1991. So again, the the saga continues because I'm still in and out of the hospitals and trying to provide an adequate lifestyle for my family was something that I really felt I needed to do. And in order to do that, I needed to be able to continue my education. Unfortunately, my husband's condition deteriorated and he died in 1997. So that left me with a 13 year old and a five and a half year old. So here I am thinking, all right, I've got an associate's degree. I need to do something more in order to give my family an adequate lifestyle, something that they would be used to and continue to be able to have because they had it for so long. And I thought, I'm never going to be able to sustain this on a salary as a registered nurse. So I wanted to continue my education 
And I did. I got accepted into the University of Pennsylvania and I became a geriatric nurse practitioner. And then I went on and got another master's degree in bioethics. And eventually I got my terminal degree as a doctor of nursing practice. So I know, I know. I think I became a little addicted to education. I am a strong believer that the more educated you are, the more successful you can be in your career and especially in the nursing profession. So I worked in various jobs as nursing faculty, and then I came to Holy Family eight years ago, and I thrived. I absolutely thrived. I came as an adjunct. I worked my way through as faculty, program coordinator, assistant dean, associate dean, and here I am now, Dr. Crisco, as a dean, and I love every minute of every day that I work. So that's kind of my journey. I'm still here mentoring students and hoping that they see what a valuable career path this is. Maggie, your story is heartbreaking and offers us so much faith all at the same time, right? And hope that even facing all of the, what some people would, you know, use as reasons to go hide under the covers and never, never move forward you actually chose to move forward in a pretty impressive way. So, you know, kudos to you. What do you think is in you that gave you that ability to continue to figure out how you were going to manage and not just kind of freeze and just get stuck? You know, I was always someone who, and to this day, I tell people, you've got two choices. You can go down that road or that road. And the end of the tunnel is, is what you have to look at. Where is that going to get you if you take that road? And I knew if I went into the road of not continuing in my education and not, not having a purpose in my life, my life, not my children's life, my life, then I was not going to be any good to them. And some wise person once said to me, my father-in-law said to me, if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of anyone else. And that's not only physically, that's emotionally and mentally. So you have to be in the right place with yourself in order to care for others. And so I always believed that. And honestly, the nursing profession is what keeps me going every day, gets me out of bed every day. I just, it's, it's just something that runs through my blood. It's something that as a Holy Family employee, I look at the, the mission and the values of our university. And I think that's the same as what nursing is. All about family and respect and integrity. All of those are what makes a good nurse. Empathy, compassion. I mean, you just, you know, and you do, you emulate it all. And so for those listening in, Maggie's Dr. Briscoe, we need more nurses. We need to accept more nursing students. We need more nurses in this country. So I know you, you feel passionately about the importance of the type of education and the way we prepare nursing students. And so you want as many of them out there as possible as I do, because if I ever need care, I, you know, I want a Holy Family nurse as well. Absolutely. So when you think about, you know, our students, right, and and a lot of our students are commuter students, the way, and, and come back to school and keep coming back to school to pursue. And I think I laugh, I think of the same thing. My sons were born in the late 80s. And when people talk to me about shows or different things that were in the 90s, I just look at them as forget it. I had little kids and I was working on a doctorate. TV was not, <laughs> there, there was just no time for TV. It wasn't, no, no, no. It wasn't in nope. the daily schedule at all. But somehow we always say we managed to figure it out. When you look back, you go, how did I work, go to school, raise a family, 
we have to do it with help. I don't think any of us, we recognize a Wonder Woman, so you need help around you. But what do you see in terms of how our students are managing? So like many of our students, I was a first-generation college graduate. My parents came over on a boat from Scotland. They went to Canada, and then they traveled to Philadelphia, where they settled, and that's where we grew up in the Philadelphia area. Neither one of my parents finished high school. My dad was a bricklayer. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. But my parents instilled in me the sense that if you want it, you got to go get it. Nobody's going to hand you anything. You have to go get it. And my father's favorite line was, there's no such word as can't. Don't tell me you can't do it. You just don't want to do it or you won't do it, but don't tell me you can't do it. So, you know, that kind of resonated with me throughout my years, too. So when it comes to the profession of nursing and our students, you have to really want to be a nurse. This is the most rigorous program in the country. It is stated in literature that a Bachelor of Science in Nursing is the hardest bachelor's degree to obtain. So when you go into that challenge of becoming a nurse and that journey, you must take it seriously. It's very rigorous. And the challenges of becoming a nurse and the journey you must take is unique for everyone. But I will tell you, if you want it, you'll go get it. If you don't and you have any kind of reservations about becoming a nurse and you're not all in, then you're not going to be able to succeed in, in nursing school, let alone the career. You juggle in life, juggle in children, family, you have personal illnesses. We'd all, none of us can get away from any of that. And our challenge is are what most people have. We have all the same kinds of challenges, financial issues, car breaks down, all of those things. So now you've just added to that going to nursing school. So you've got, <laughs> you've got to have your backups. You've got to have your support. You've got to have your village. You've got to have that team of people behind you. And I will tell you that if you don't have that team of people behind you, come here because we are going to be your team. We yeah. are going to be your family. We are going to wrap our arms around you and support you to get you through the program. If you want it, you will get it. And that's critical. And Maggie, I see that so much when I have the opportunity to come to the pitting ceremonies when the students are completing their nursing programs, the sense of community and bonding amongst the nursing students and the faculty is just so obvious. It's just so obvious, right? That, and I love the way when they come and get their pin, they'll have their babies with them. They'll have their grandparents, their spouses, you know, the whole family comes for the, for that very special day. So in terms of nursing, and we hear so much about the crisis in nursing, all of this stuff that was going on about visiting nurses during COVID. And so how do you see the profession evolving as we see the life sciences evolving, the knowledge about medical care evolving? So talk to us a little bit about sort of what's the direction of the nursing profession as you see it having you know lived through all of this, these different stages of it over the years. I can see from COVID that my experiences were that the profession that continued to work during the COVID pandemic was nursing. We continued working. There was a shortage of nursing. So I think that's why people kind of attach themselves to, okay, what is this career of nursing? What does it involve? And so 
the opportunities are endless for nurses. And I always tell students, you know, I don't want to do patient care. Some of them don't really want to be at the bedside. And that's okay. You got to get through nursing school first, though. Once you get through nursing school, this whole tsunami of opportunities opens up for you. And you, you can go into pharmaceuticals, you can go into insurance, you can go into especially area, pediatrics, critical care, school nursing, occupational health, academics. There's so many things, but without oncology, right? Exactly. Yeah. Without that degree, you're not going to go anywhere. You got to get the degree. And so you've got to start with that bachelor's degree. You, you, you've got to get that BSN first, and that's going to be your foundation to continue to grow that education. And I, I will say, Dr. Prisco, that one of the fields that is growing very swiftly is nurse practitioners. So yeah. that is an area of growth that we're seeing because of the shortage in primary care providers in the United States. Many physicians are just not staying, especially in the state of Pennsylvania. We're not seeing them grounded here that nurse practitioners are becoming more and more valuable in the healthcare system. I myself have a nurse practitioner. So explain to us what that is. What's the difference between a regular nurse and a nurse practitioner? Well, a nurse, a regular nurse has a bachelor's degree. They could go on and get a master's degree, but the focus is for a nurse practitioner is in either geriatrics or psychiatrics or family nurse practitioner, pediatric nurse practitioner. For instance, myself, I did my four years of nursing and then I went on to University of Pennsylvania and did two intensive years of geriatrics. So I learned all about geriatrics and sat for a national boards to become a certified geriatric nurse practitioner. So we can prescribe registered nurses cannot prescribe. We can diagnose, we can assess, we can interpret diagnostic testings. All of those things we can do as nurse practitioners, whereas registered nurses, they cannot do that. Are they master's programs or can you do this? They're master's programs, yes. So many things are moving, right? The nursing profession is giving opportunities for people to pursue additional degrees, right? Master's degrees, doctoral degrees. And then the whole healthcare system keeps moving around. And it does seem like no matter what these movements are, there's always been this need and will continue to be have a need for nursing in all of these various forms. So how do we address this issue? I know you've been thinking about different ways we could do it here and the types of programs that we should be thinking about offering. What do you see like as, you know, the hot issues in nursing right now? Where where would you want to see? In addition to, I think you're going to tell me, we just need more nurses. How do we get more nurses? Well, I think, I think we have to attract people to the profession. I think that's the first thing. So educating high school students, families about what the career is all about. And one of the things that I'm seeing is that within the next 10 years, Home care is going to start, it has already start booming. So what used to be in the hospital as an acute care patient is not necessarily going to stay in the hospital. It's going to move to the home. And we're going to be doing diagnostic studies and testings in the home. And so that hospital is moving to a home hospital. 
where you would actually have the nurse practitioner going out a couple of times during the day to make rounds on a patient. You would have an RN stopping by a couple of times during the day. It's That's going to be the hospital setting in the next 10 years. And the fastest growing job market right now is home health aides. So if we can start to increase the home health aides to get them out into the homes to assist these patients, especially the, the baby boomers and the seniors, that's another tsunami that's coming through. This healthcare system is not quite ready for it yet. So a lot of people are preferring to age in place and they want to stay at home, but they need assistance to do it. Home health aides is where it's at. And then we get those home health aides to start to seek out higher level education and hopefully they'll consider becoming nurses. And then we'll bring another tsunami of home health aides into the system. And so to be a home health aide, do you need any specific training? You need a certification. So there are different programs out there and we are, are beginning to look at one with our partner, New Cortland. Terrific. So you are yes. pursuing that. Great. Yes. So, so we're pursuing that with New Cortland and we're going to be looking at certified nurses aides, which is a little bit different than a home health aide, but similar in some of the skill set. And New Cortland and Holy Family University are going to be looking at housing a program at New Cortland on Germantown Avenue in Philadelphia, where we're going to have enrollment there. We're going to teach students how to be certified nurses aides and or home health aides. And there's skills that they can do actually in the nursing facility that New Cortland has on Germantown Avenue. And we're going to be, it's a win-win for Holy Family, for New Cortland, and for the population. That's a very densely populated area on Germantown Avenue and that whole Philadelphia region. So hopefully we'll be able to attract individuals who really do want to get into the healthcare system. They don't know where to start. It's a great foundation for someone who wants to become a nurse someday. Yeah, I could see that because we talk about that a lot, right? Many times people need to work. So how do you give them just enough education, a certification so they can get employment? And then hopefully we will continue to work with this great partnership we have with New Cortland and help those CNAs then move, continue mm -hmm. to move forward right, and secure further education. That's exciting. And it I is. know, well, there's a couple of other big exciting things. One is, in addition to our own 50th anniversary in the spring, thanks to you and your encouragement, we're also going to be spreading our wings, so to speak, in terms of where we're going to offer our programs. So do you want to share that with our listeners? I have to tell you, it's a lot of hard work, but it is so worth it. We are going national. We are taking Holy Family National, and we are right now marketing in 10 states to offer our second-degree accelerated distance hybrid program. Well, that's a lot of words. What does all of that mean? What that means is we actually have the same program in a face-to-face -face model over at the Newtown campus. So what we were able to do is get approval from our State Board of Nursing to launch this out. January 9th is our launch, and we're moving it out into various states in the United States. It is a 14-month program. You must have a degree already in something else. It could be in, say, psychology. We require you to have five prerequisites, which include anatomy and physiology, microbiology, statistics, and nutrition. So there's 
those five at anatomy and physiology one and two. And once you have those prerequisites, you can enter into our program, barring your grades are okay. You have to have good grades because it is a rigorous program, but you end up getting your bachelor's of science in nursing in 14 months. Which is intensive and an incredible opportunity. It's amazing. And what we hope to do is not only get our students out there because we love our model that we have, our curriculum that we have. We are so highly respected in the Philadelphia region to be able to share that curriculum out there with other states, especially in rural areas where they don't have access to healthcare as much, I think is really important. So it'll It'll help Holy Family, and it'll also help the nursing shortage that we have. Yeah, so we get to extend the Stella program that we have into so many different areas. And when we think about the use of technology and how so many times, you know, we decry the influence that technology has had on our everyday lives in the whole area of medicine and and the delivery of care, especially when we talk about Jerry, you know, groups of aged folks who aren't that mobile or rural areas where there may not be a doctor for a couple of hundred miles around, how Mm -hmm. important technology does become and this whole notion of telehealth. Oh, that's my next big project. (laughs) Yeah, well, we know we keep hearing it more and more and seeing it more and more, right? That nurse practitioners and doctors can, can do a lot via some sort of telezoom and yep. everybody will have a watch that measures everything that their body does at a certain point. Exactly. I don't know, something like that. Or we're going to have little chips in our sides of our brains. I don't know. Something's going to happen. <laughs> I know. Scary and exciting, right? Because whoever thought we'd be walking around with little machines in our hands that could tell us everything we want to know and don't know, right? Exactly. Yeah. When I think about all of the the students that you and our faculty and staff that you've shepherded over the over the years you've been working. What do you think about sort of the impact that the health profession is having in the way the skill sets nurses are expected to have? I could imagine that when you study nursing, it was a very different profession than what nursing is now. Right. Just the way we say, you know, what does a car mechanic really need to learn now? They need to be a computer specialist or computer technician, at least. Right. So so how has that impacted the whole nursing field, the use of technology? You know, you're absolutely right, because I I feel like I, I wasn't in the dark ages, but I kind of was in the dark ages when I went to nursing school. It doesn't seem like it was that long ago. But even when I look at the textbooks, I have my first nursing textbook. The size of that book compared to the size that the nursing students are using just speaks volumes as to the amount of information that they're needed to have in order to graduate. So the technology is coming. It's at the bedside. They're using the iPads, the iPhones. They're they're doing telehealth. They're doing critical care visits in the hospital via telehealth with the doctors. So the doctors aren't in there necessarily making rounds. The nurses are actually, they have the iPads and they're showing the patient to the doctor on the iPad and the doctors are evaluating the patients. So that kind of technology is way beyond what we ever learned in nursing school. Do you ultimately think it's going to, it means we deliver improved care? 
because access gets improved. I mean, you know, you always feel like what happened to bedside manner. Now we're going to have to learn how to do bedside manner through a computer. But yeah, but I think I think what happens is the efficiency of healthcare is improving because of the technology. And mm -hmm. I think that's really important. You know, we don't have to wait for the doctor to come. The doctor will be here in, in 30 seconds. And I think that's huge in today's healthcare system. And our patients are so very sick. The patients that are in the critical care units today, we often say in nursing, 10 years ago, they would not have survived, but they're in critical care now. We are, because of technology, whether it's good or bad, whether you believe that, you know, what quality of life is, we are saving patients through technology. And, you know, it, it can be good, it can be bad, Right. But but recognizing, I mean, we always talk about this, right? How do we use technology to, to serve us and help us and not to make us feel like we're victims of that technology, right? And as we talk about this in this current time and place that we are in terms of thinking about, especially the use of social media to influence the way we think, right? I mean, it just, as, as, as educators, we're constantly struggling with how do we help our students discern when they're looking at information? You have access to everything, but what do you do with it all? And how do you tease through it? How do you tease through it to make sure that it's reliable, validated, and evidenced? Yeah. Yeah. Eight years you've been the dean. So, or at least been at been at Holy Family. Yeah, I know. So, it's, it's, what a ride. I know. What do you think? <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I said to my, my daughter, who's my rock, and my fiance, who's my other rock, I said, I'm going to go to Holy Family, but I'm not going to do administration. I'm just going to do adjunct. Sure. And they say, they throw that up in my face every day. <laughs> they say, well, uh, yeah, the person who didn't want to do administration is now the yeah. dean of nursing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. God, does that sound familiar? But you know what? You're doing a great job and we're so very happy that you have chosen to keep stepping up for us. And every time we turn around, Maggie, can you do this? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Keep, we'll keep it coming. Keep it coming. So I think you kind of alluded to this before, but one of the things that I always like to say, you know, ask, based on your experience now, what would you have told your younger self? But it sounds like you were talking to yourself and giving yourself pretty good advice along the way. I think you have to find what makes you happy, what you enjoy doing. And one of the things I say to seasoned nurses, even faculty, students as well, there is no reason to not be happy in the job that you're in if you're a nurse. You can go ahead and get pretty much any job that you want. You just need to go after it. So I think having your vision of what it is that makes you happy in this career that you've chosen is so very important for your future. You have to continue to learn. You have to continue your education. That's a given. That's, that just goes without saying. If you decide not to do that, then you will probably stay stagnant. And if that's okay and that's what you want to do, that's fine. But if you want to continue to grow in the profession, continue your education and become whatever it is you want to be, the sky's the limit. It's just oh, a hey. phenomenal, phenomenal 
professional. Two, two kids who are children of immigrants to get to talk to each other as a dean and a president. So that's pretty cool, I think. <laughs> I hope I hope it's a sign of, of hope and possibility for all of our the next generations coming up, because I do think that that's why our parents came to the United States of America, because they didn't see these opportunities, especially for their daughters and in, in, in the places where they came from. So touche and touche for everything that you do. We're so very grateful. And I look forward to many months to come of celebrations as we head into our 50th anniversary celebrations. Yes. Thank yes. you, Maggie. Thanks for everything you do. That's all the time we have for now. To learn more about Maggie and Holy Family University School of Nursing and Health Sciences, please visit holyfamily.edu. Onward and upward together in faith and family. I'm Ann Prisco, and thank you for listening.